Welcome in, everyone. We're here for a week two recap. I'm Nathan Tani here with Matthew Giannato and special guest Matthew Gill, my brother in law. For those who don't know, Matthew, say hi. Hi. I didn't quite catch that. Did you say go pack go? Was that what I heard? I think that's what I heard. No, I did not. Actually, funny you say that. Um, I, it was really weird. Like, I was watching a ton of football on Sunday, and then I just, like, fell asleep really early. And whatever <laughs> game was on Sunday night. Well, you didn't I've really. Heard, I've heard some things, but I, I'm not going to be much help if you talk about that. Well, in, it's, uh, in your – I'll give you credit because I did last week – Call call you out on the podcast because you guys were giving me shit for JJ dominating on the Packers, which he did. So I pretty I did deserve for that. I'm not I'm not denying that. So I give you props for coming on the pod after. <laughs> but That's what happens. So obviously you didn't watch any of the game, but you probably right. saw some highlights yeah. when you woke up the next day. What were the what What do you think? Like how how do you feel right now? Where the Bears are obviously they're one and one. They got the win against the Niners, which is a pretty big upset week one. Obviously, we know what happened week two. Like, where, where where do you stand right now? Because obviously, it's an away game, division game, so tends to can get away from you at times. But is it like panic mode? Like, what do you where do you think the season's going to go from? No, here? I mean, I was like, like, that was basically expected from every single time the Bears play the Packers on prime time, and yeah, especially in Green Bay too. Yeah, exactly. And it's Packers coming off a. Lost the week before, getting kind of stomped by the Vikings. Like, like you knew they weren't going to come out and lose the Bears at home. So, I mean, obviously, Fields had a bad game, and they just—I mean, they had some sort of competitive moments, which were okay, but for the most part, not really. So that thing. But I mean, they're just a rebuilding team. So hopefully, yeah. they just—they well, my- have a little bit easier schedule after this so then that's where it's like okay then they're continuing to play that poorly then i'll probably start to get worried yeah montgomery was probably your best player and like i think what was it he had like 122 yards or something like that it was somewhere yeah, like kept, around there kept running that's why i like that one play at the goal line is where it's like just stick with the hot hand and I mean, he's like been, he's running all over you know oh you cut like, out there yeah, I know you said. Uh, I know you said he got in. The did thing you say is, he got in? I'm not saying he got in. The ref said he didn't get in, and so did apparently the review people. But I mean, honestly, I was looking at screenshots of that. It was such a like close one. Like it was one of those where like they didn't have like a definitive angle at the ball, so that's why they didn't overturn it. He could have easily been in. It's just you, like you couldn't see the ball. But yeah. to be honest, like the Packers literally did the exact same thing last week on on fourth and goal from like the one or like within the one. We decide to go into the shotgun to hand it off to AJ Dillon. Both of us are probably in agreement on both of those plays. Running's probably the right idea. Just not from the shotgun. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you just lose the yards automatically. 
automatically. Exactly. And especially if you're trying to do like a QB sneak or something like that. Like you give the linebackers more time to react and make an actual play where like that's why Brady's so good at it because like he just gets up to the line, goes very quick. And like if the nose guard doesn't get him, he gets it. Like none of the yeah. middle linebackers have any chance. And that's what happened. Devondre Campbell is able to like read the play and just stop him enough. Yeah, exactly. Well, and like Justin Fields hardly ever threw the ball in that game. Like, was that the game plan going into it? Was just to run a four minute offense for the entire game? I mean, like, like he was seven for nine. He was, he had 11 passes. He had 11 passes in total. Like, they were running like crazy on him. So I don't hate that they were sticking with the run game a lot of time. I think when you look at it, he had like he sacked three times and then scrambled a few others. So the play calling actually ended up being close to 50 50. They just didn't run that many ball. plays. Well, yeah. yeah, they just they had like they scored the touch on the first drive and had like three straight three and outs. Okay, so and that, okay, that makes sense. A yeah, lot of the passing game was like the Packers front seven was just or front not front seven like front four was just on fire like pass rushing at least run running run defense was completely the opposite they were like putrid but for some like pass rushing like Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary were just it seemed like every pass like rep were just in the backfield almost instantaneously and then Kenny Clark up the middle so that doesn't help in Fields case especially when like he has to get the ball out quick he doesn't ha- have the ability to scramble like we all saw that one play where they ran the play action and Preston Smith just didn't fall for it. Yeah, that's exactly. A, that's a play we've seen the Packers run for years. And obviously, Getze, the offensive coordinator for you guys now, was the Packers quarterback coach. So, like, he's trying to get those, like, Aaron Rodgers type plays. Like, we've seen Rodgers run that, but, like, when Rodgers does it, like, he's been in the league long enough, he knows how to, like, get the fake. Fields is obviously still has yet to start an entire, like, complete season. Like, he needs, like, time to figure out those types of plays which is like it's going to be a pretty big learning curve but obviously once they he gets it he gets it right and he's like yeah he's still having some issues with just processing the field and making decisions quick enough like i know there were some misses that he had where a guy was like wide open he just didn't see him so that paired with so him still learning that and then the pass rush just and the Bears offensive line it was the recipe for just another Bears getting crushed by the Packers on, on, yeah, on national stuff. television. Not something not something I haven't seen before and not something that I won't see again. Yes, that's understandable. But well, I still would be happier than uh, the Browns. Yeah. That's a great statement. <laughs> oh my god. Oh all my right. goodness gracious. Nathan, I'm just gonna give you the field, let it all out. So I I was in the middle of cooking dinner, smoked some beef ribs. Beef ribs, they were fire, but it looked delicious. I, I'll give you. That. I saw the I saw the Chubb TD run with a minute thirty left, and I'm like, I remember like half thinking, I'm like, oh, should he should he have gone down there? I'm like, no, you want to go up two scores. So I I thought the same thing as Kevin Stefanski, like just score a touchdown. No chance. Joe Flacco takes us down thirteen with a minute 30 left and one timeout. So I go and I start like messing around outside. You know, I have the TV on inside and then I'm just walking around. I'm like, this game's over with, you know, this is probably exactly what the Browns were doing on the sideline. It was what I was doing in my home. 
And then I just thought the game was over. And then I saw the touchdown to Corey Davis, and I'm like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, is this going to happen? Because this, like, basically almost happened in week one. It's just the Panthers took them, like, six minutes to get down to a one-score game rather than, like, one. But we did blow that lead as well. So we've done this two weeks in a row, blow a two-score lead in the fourth quarter. Like, the Panthers also almost came back on the Browns. And the offense didn't – run a prevent defense is pretty yes. much what you The offense did not – like, for once in the Cleveland Browns history, this wasn't the quarterback's fault. Like, Jacoby Brissett did nothing wrong. In the first game, it could have let the offense down a little more. But, like, four of our five – I think we punted once against the Jets. Didn't he have, like, over 8% completion? Yeah, and he threw one pick because he had 20 minutes with no timeouts and had to go 40 fucking yards. Like, had to go 50 yards and tried yeah. to force it through. He's got the Alex Smith offense, and that's phenomenal within 20 yards. Anything outside of that, it's a 50-50 ball. Like, it just is. Yeah. And it just, you know, my I don't know what my expectations were for the Browns. My expectations were to be able to beat the fucking Joe Flacco-led Jets. Um, but I don't even know. It, it's it's going to be such a weird year as a Browns fan because the team is good. The talent is there. The defense can be a great defense. But then, like, we're going to get a new quarterback in week 13 and everybody in the world hates this quarterback. I don't know. It's just weird. And, like, yeah. Kevin Stefanski, that, that, that game's on you. Like, you learn. You need to be better than that. So I don't blame Nick Chubb whatsoever. I mean, honestly, it's not his fault. Like, he scored a touchdown as a running back. Like, you should have been okay once you went up. It was 31-17, yeah. right? I, I believe. I, we were – no, it was like 30-17, and we missed the extra point. That's what it was, 30-17. So the thing is, think about the odds nowadays of an onside kick. Like, we were I – I think – I forget who I was talking about this with, but we might never see – an onside kick the rest of the year. Like, that's just, like, the odds. Like, so the chances... Like, a 60-yard touchdown beforehand. Well, that's even... Well, that's even worse because, like, that's all on the defense. Like, you can't just let a guy streaking down the field in that situation. Like, that's, like, the literal one thing that you need to be, like, have all eyes on. Like, as a secondary, like, you have probably six to seven D-backs in the game right now because you're playing all out coverage there is no absolutely zero reason why that guy should be that wide open well that and like uh, i don't know and as soon as they got the onside kick i'm like well i knew we'd lost i did i i did i missed the Cade york extra point because i was walking away doing stuff outside and i was like did they go for two and get it like i didn't realize that we missed the fucking extra point but it's just like, you know, you can't go blame Chubb for that because hindsight, like you know, it's all within hindsight. Like, yes, he probably should have stepped out of bounds in the one-yard line, but, like, you don't punch it in and you miss that field goal. Like, you're now losing by one score. Also, probably your best player on the field, like, the entire yeah. game. So, so, like, it's yeah, not on. You're kind of missing the point if that's what you blame the lot on. Yeah, you can't do that. And, like, you – and, but as soon as they got the onside kick, the game is over with. Like, there was no chance our defense was recovering from that and not giving up a touchdown. 
Yeah. There's no chance. And Joe Flacco looked good. I mean, I don't know if that's a statement about our defense and our secondary or the fact that Joe Flacco didn't look awful. I don't know. They're going to like they're going to have a hard time bringing in Zach Wilson if Joe Flacco goes 2 and 2, which is such a statement as to their confidence in Zach Wilson as the number 2 overall pick at 2 years ago draft. Let's also that, pump the brakes about the Jets going two and two here. They're one and one. I mean, they, they got they got the Bengals. They have the Bengals and the Steelers. The Bengals are like the worst team that. Also, yeah, that's by an auto win. What is going on there? Like, what is happening? Like, they're on record. Like, they're they're about to shatter the amount of sacks record that they I think their own team set literally after last putting year. like seventy five <laughs> mil into the offensive line too. Like, I feel bad for Joe. Like, they have so much talent on that team, but now, like, it seems like, I don't know, there's Super Bowl hang- hungover or something? Yeah, I don't it's the Super Bowl. It just it it, always seems to happen, even when you think it does. You know, a team is going to keep being good. Like, just something mentally or whatever just doesn't work out that next season. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Of being a Bengals fan. That's actually probably more of the reason. Yeah, that probably is the reason. That's kind of what I was thinking, Who's too. Sam? Yeah, ever since he's been a Bengals fan. I've just kind of been, I mean, 0-2 after Super Bowl season. Yeah, that's that's right. This is your fault, Sam Burtzos. Uh, Dan, you're going to need to go take that up with him. Yeah. Have a nice stern talking to Like, the Steelers game, like, Joe Burrow looked terrible, and they should they should have won that game. But the Cowboys, like, are you let Cooper Rush beat you? Like, that makes no sense. Like, their defense is good. I mean, Michael Parsons is top five defensive player in the league right now, if not better. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Question Joe Flacco winning games in 2022. He is, I I saw a stat, I think he is 18 and three against the Browns, which is kind of insane. He was on the Ravens for so long. Yeah. But, okay, here's a question. Who is the worst team in the NFL after two weeks? This is a very tough question. It could possibly be the Colts right now. Sorry, Pierce. I was going to say, that, so there are, do you guys know all the 0-2 teams? Raiders, Bengals, Texans, Colts, Titans with the, the tie there. And then you have also Owen to Panthers, Falcons. So it's like, I guess the Panthers, I, I won't say the Colts, but I think the Falcons are a little better than they're getting, than they've gotten credit for. They've been in two kind of close games. They can put up some points if they need to. I mean, they almost reversed uh 28-3 them. That would have been yeah. nuts. <laughs> but um, I think the Falcons are decent. I think the Panthers are just hot dog shit. So probably them. Um, I don't know what's up with the Colts, though. Like, I don't think... I think yeah, the Colts are, like, the, the saddest I just don't know what's up. in the NFL. Yeah, they, like... I don't know. They they keep trying to get this, this old quarterback ever since Andrew Luck, and it just hasn't worked. But they're, they're always going to be good enough to not have a good draft pick, but they'll never be good enough to win, you know, make it to the playoffs, or if they'll make it to the playoffs. I think they made it to the playoffs with Phillip Rivers? And lost to the Bills? I think that's right. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something needs to kind of change, or they just need to pull a Peyton Manning Torres back and go get a new Andrew Luck. Yeah, I think they yeah. just need to actually blow it because, like you said, they've just been constantly going on this quarterback retread every nope. year with a different guy. Yeah. I agree 100%. I do think they can push to the playoffs this year, though. I mean, remember, there's seven seeds, and there's 17 games in the season now. Like, they've got plenty of time to turn it around. Yeah, I but mean, the AFC is stacked. They I are mean, stacked. Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, anybody in the AFC North, and the, you know, the Titans should win that division, even though they are 0-2. Who'd they play week one? They lost they, to the Giants. Giant. Yeah, I'm starting yeah. to think they're not going to win the division. And also, that's another thing to say. Like, yeah, they lost the Jaguars, but the Jaguars are one and one leading the division. Like, the Jaguars will probably lose next week, and the Colts can win next week. And next thing you know, the everyone's tied in the division at like one and two or one and one. Yeah. And hey, whatever. Ja- whatever Jacksonville is. looks good. I mean, hey, fuck I'm a out. huge Christian Kirk fan. I always forget his name. What's the coach name? Something Peterson. Doug, Doug Peterson. Peterson. He, Doug I mean, has to be a billion times better than Urban Meyer. Like, Trevor Lawrence doesn't look bad. You know, James Robinson is a good fucking football player, and it pisses me off. Yeah, he's the number RB1. Achilles, Achilles zero, James Robinson one. Proven me wrong. Um, I have also won that trade, I think, at this current moment in time. I feel good about it. Travis looks good. Dalvin looks poopy. Yeah, well, Dalvin I also totally had to agree. deal with Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. We all, mm-hmm. everyone got blinded by that. Everyone kind of forgot about the Kirk Cousins Monday Night Football going into this game for some reason. Yeah, and that's well, uh, week one. Everyone's like, oh, maybe they've changed new coach, but you see, though, like about primetime Kirk. If you were actually like watching that, like, like the Packers Vikings game, which I know you were, like it wasn't even Kirk, like. Like, he was throwing ducks, and, like, sometimes it wasn't his fault. Like, I remember one play where, where J.J. had, like, 60 yards or something. Kenny Clark had up the middle and hit Kirk as he was throwing, so that's why it was a bad throw. He hit him as he was throwing, and it was fluttering in the air like an ugly ball, but Justin Jefferson was literally so wide open, he just had to get it the direction of him. So, like, he was able to just adjust to the ball because there was no one remotely clear, and he just broke it up the sidelines. And it's like that's not really on Kirk. That's just Justin Jefferson being Justin Jefferson, and yeah, no, you're right. And us playing like shit. But like, it wasn't like that game really wasn't Kirk dominating. It was Justin Jefferson dominating. Yeah. And I think that kind of showed last night, where like the Eagles were just king. They were double teaming Justin Jefferson, and Darius Slay was balling. But like. Like double teaming him, take that away, and next thing you know, there's nothing for the Vikings. They, they didn't know what to do. Well, Irv Smith did drop that long touchdown. That doesn't help. The good news for anyone who's got a lot of, a lot invested in the Vikings offense, like me, uh, they don't play another primetime game until November 24th. So, Oh, let's go. Cause I'm, riding with gonna, Kirk. I'm gonna win every week because of that. Yep, I'm riding with Kirk uh, as my fantasy QB in the Dynasty League. It's gotta, gotta happen. Has to happen. It to, I think, top five QBs this week. Wentz, for some reason, decided to start playing again this year. Yeah, you you just get to play the guy named Josh Allen and uh, just yeah, like fun. leave it he's alone. Fun to, he's fun to watch. <laughs> I, 
Uh, best player, best quarterback in the NFL. Is it Josh right. Allen? Or, right is it now, or is it Mahomes? I, right now, like playing-wise on the field, it was definitely Josh Allen. Obviously, they're both 2-0. and um, I think the Chiefs on Thursday night didn't play all that well, honestly. They kind of just they escaped the Chargers, I would say. They got escaped. gifted that game. Stole a win. Yeah, I think Maybe. short weeks are always tough, though, when you're looking at, like, overall performance. I don't disagree. Not oh, yeah, and the play as well. But then, I mean, just with the everything the Bills have around Josh Allen, too, it's just Yeah, the team is watch. sick. And the defense yeah, like, is good, too. Gabe Davis didn't play. Their number two receiver was out with, I think you heard his, like, foot or something on Saturday. And they still had over 40 points in the third quarter. You just like their number two receiver was out. <laughs> like so how? Like how does that even happen? Because you you just give, just take all those targets and just give them to Stephon Diggs. He was going off like they had just no answer him. last night. Um, should I offer Dan, our owner uh, of Stephon? Oh, okay. Here's a better question: Who would you rather have rest of season, Cooper Cup or Stephon Diggs? You're asking me that question. I just, I mean, just from a neutral fantasy perspective, is there like that big of a difference? I have Josh Allen as my quarterback, so I would love the Josh Allen Stephon Diggs stack. So I would be probably pushed towards that. And to be honest, I haven't been too impressed with the Rams. Cooper Cup's insane, but I like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know how much I trust Stafford right now. And so Uh, I think Josh Allen and. Stephon Diggs will be a great combo. Yeah, do you want to hear Cooper Cup's two stat lines for the two games? It's been incredible. Like his target. Yeah, so 100% of snaps. He's out there for, he's an offensive lineman. He's out there for 100% of snaps. Uh, 13 for 15 for 128 and 1 in week one. And then 11 for 14 and 2. So 25 and 26 fantasy points per week. He's good. Yeah. He is very he's good. good. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he's still up. just going to get like all of the targets yeah. all day long from Stafford, too, whether he's good or bad. So it's still, it'd be tough to say no to Cooper Cup, but yeah, he's already having a monster season and probably will continue to with the Bills. I, I don't disagree because we're literally talking like who's going to finish one and who's going to finish two in the NFL yeah. and receiving pretty much. So like either way, you're in great shape. It's just, do you think Cooper Cup can keep this up? Because a hundred percent of snaps for a wide 100. receiver is absurd. Yeah, like, it is. Stefan Diggs has other guys around him where at least some games it could take a little pressure. Like he didn't. He, I bet you, he only played like sixty percent of snaps last night. Like looking it up. I mean, he definitely didn't play after like four minutes left in the third quarter. So he didn't factor okay, out. So they did blow him out, but it was sixty-four percent week one, sixty-six percent week two. Yeah, so like he still rotates in and out. Like that's what the Packers did with Devontae last year. Even Devontae wasn't on the field a hundred percent of the time. Wide receivers usually can't take that much of that. Like we talk about running backs getting injured and things like that. If a wide receiver is on the field every single play, they're going to probably break down later in the year. Cooper Cup, baby, he's the best. We'll see. He's getting up there in age, too. It's not like he's like... They're both 28, 29. I think Cooper Cup's a year older. Getting closer to 30. Yeah, but... Nathan, did you bring that up because 
that's you were trying to gauge how people would react to not how people would react i'm just like ever since one, your last I, one yeah well if well one yeah that was funny it still makes me laugh i mean travis hasn't been great but it it's i don't know it was funny. consenting adults making something happen together there's no reason for anyone to complain yeah we went over that uh last episode two episodes ago was that with that was with rico right did we go over that last week i don't remember rico was on last week maybe it was two weeks maybe it was just before the thursday night game but yeah but yeah matt i how, how do you feel about that week to, uh two weeks into it i feel good i mean i like my, i had a stinker of a week this week thanks to the primetime vikings but I feel pretty. Yeah. I, mean, I really like my team for this year. So I think if Dalvin Cook has one close to prime Dalvin Cook year, then I'm feeling pretty good about my chances. Yeah, Obviously, he's he's getting older. And he's had injury issues, so I don't expect him to last forever. But I was trying to go for it this year. Might no, as well. I respect it. I'm and looking at I, the scores this week. It it's looking like they were like on the higher side. It's, I dude, bet it's a higher scoring week than Pierce's team uh, went f- fucking ballistic against me. I mean, insane. Yeah. He got me by ten points, which is kind of nuts. I, and I had a great week. Yeah, I mean, when you have Lamar, Tyreek, and, and Rashad Bateman all on yeah. your team in that one game, it's a uh, it's not going to go well for the, the guy going against it. So I'm kind of glad my team put up a stinker, a real big stinker. Yeah. Me and Andrew said a nice game. It's just one of those weeks. Yeah. I'm, you got to make the playoffs. Let's look at the league standings right now. I think I'm in fourth. Pierce in first. Or did we change it? It's still eight. That has not been changed. Definitely something I want to talk about, but we'll do that next year. I think you're the only one who wants to change it. <laughs> I think we yeah. should try and implement a change mid-season. That's where well, it's working. Yeah. Way to go, Matt. Absolutely. I would love to do it. You know what? I think we should change to a standard standard scoring league. That these two are saying will not be <laughs> happening. I'm just adding that in there for now. But we, we should just change, get rid of all the PPR, just go to standard, and then um, – No decimals. Yeah, we'll we'll just get rid of kickers and defenses as well, for sure. Second in the league in points four, and I'm only, God freaking, you had to do that to me last week, you jerk. Pierce and Erico, two two teams, uh, 2-0. Geo, Peanut, myself, the Kaler gang, David, Matt Gumry, Bert, Bert. Uh, Burkholz and Al Gunn in that order at one and one, and then Dan and Scott at zero and two. Yikes! I just noticed who I'm playing next week as well. You're going down, Matt. Oh, no. <laughs> you're lucky. We get revenge for Sunday. <laughs> oh, he did. That's good. For me. But I have Brady, so Kamara might be out. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do yeah. next week. Right now, it's a, it's gonna be a little rough. Hopefully, it can yeah. back. But any uh, any other games we're gonna talk about? Ravens blew a lead. Phenomenal. Love. That's the only thing that made me hap- uh happy about Sunday at around four o'clock. 
was watching okay. the Ravens blow a lead. That was amazing. I was loving watching Jalen Waddle because obvious reasons he was he put up like almost forty points yeah. this week. What and else like, happened? Him and Hill on the same team is kind of scary. Yeah. It was funny though seeing like two obviously had a great game, but he still was kind of underthrowing Tyreek Hill on some of those bombs. Like he had Tyreek had to slow up on a few. Tyreek's just so fast. But he just though. gets so open; it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You almost need to overthrow him just to make sure, like, so you can see if he's got a little bit. He's got one more gear to get to that ball. Because he probably does. Who else lost? Lions are plucky. Oh, the Lions, good. Amon Ross, Sam Brown, looks amazing. Lions in the playoffs? Possible. Uh, It's week two, and they've played the Commanders, and who'd they play week one? Eagles. The Eagles. They did come back a little bit against the Eagles, Uh, so that's something to watch out for, but they also, I guess... They didn't. The commanders not like they're going to be anything. Eagles are the best team in the NFC, in my opinion, at this current moment in time. Um, yeah, they look pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that right now. They look very, very, very good. Jacksonville steamrolls the Colts. We talked about them. Travis Etienne, come on, baby, find the end zone. Uh, did you guys see that Mike Evans Marshawn Lattimore fight in the Broncos or New Orleans game? Brady started. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that was uh, – clearly, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore, they've probably been playing against each other for four or five years now, two times a year, that one time so, three. Like, they hate so, each other. Get this, Nathan. So, the reason why Mike Evans is suspended is because he's a repeat offender because him and Marshawn Lattimore both got suspended in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they, this has been going on for a while. Like, Mike Evans was walking off, like, talking to Bruce Arians, the ghost coach of that team. Like, oh, that was so funny. And, like, was on the sideline and turned <laughs> around and sprinted at Marshawn Lattimore. Like, that's. That's what we're talking about, Mike. That's called that's called bringing in viewership. I I was watching it and I yelled at Kristen. I'm like, Kristen, come down here, fight, fight. And I pointed at the red zone on the side screen, and she's like, "Yeah, you can call me down for that. That was cool." It was kind of nuts, though. Like Brady was talking shit, like walking towards him, but you just see Mike Evans out of nowhere. <laughs> just yes. like, he too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it was just some prime time, like good blocking there. Yeah, <laughs> it was. He he sprinted. He full on sprinted from the sideline to get just. I don't know if it was to defend Tom Brady. I think just because it was Marshawn Lattimore, and he's like, oh fuck yeah, like you're sure my 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 QB. Like we're gonna fuck you up. He's like, um, I just want to take him out right now. I got a free shot. He's just not gonna see me coming. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Jameis looks bad. Well, he apparently has four broken bones in his back, which they announced like Sunday yeah. morning. That was a, yeah, that was like oh, what? <laughs> um, New York Giants two and zero. Gun shout out, enjoy us. Oh, you know what it was? I wanted to mention. I don't know if Ryan will make it this far in the pod. But I called out that he said uh, the Bears were two and zero earlier, and it's because he agreed with Gunn on that comment when Gunn said the the um, the Giants are two and zero. He also said before that that the Giants are making the Super Bowl, so I could have mistaken for what it was going towards. But I, if anyone's curious, I'll throw in the group. Me just remind me tomorrow. Yeah, the uh, the Daniel Jones Hall of Fame tour starts now. They just got to be eight and seven. 
make the playoffs. Are they for the Cowboys this week? Cowboys on Monday night. God, stop. Oh. NFL, Roger, look at me in the eyes and stop putting the fucking Cowboys on primetime every goddamn week. I get it. They get the most viewership. Nobody likes the fucking Cowboys. Get them off primetime. Please. All about the it is all about the numbies. Also, and if you're going to have a doubleheader on Monday night, don't have the two games on at the same fucking time. Like, be no, smart agree. about that. That was dumb. I don't get why they did that. How about here's the surprise uh, that is actually probably the worst team in the NFL is the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Although Corlin's son is going to get his so money. So I'm okay with that. Hackett looks like an idiot. I mean, Hackett, I think I said this last week. Start playing Madden. Get that man in a Madden, get him an Xbox controller. Teach him how to use a fucking timeout and how to call plays quickly. So now, hey, I just want to say I've been a massive proponent of never hire any of the Packers assistants as coaches because it never works because Aaron Rodgers literally calls all the plays. I've been yeah. saying this for years. Well, they, <laughs> they hired him so they could get Aaron Rodgers to come. So Russell Wilson, this is a part of my take take, but Russell Wilson's there was their second choice. Think about that. Yeah, I, would, I would assume so. I would rather yeah. Aaron Rodgers over Russell Wilson. I think most people would rather that. But when they when he said he wasn't leaving Green Bay, even after Devontae left, which is probably a surprise to everybody, but like I don't know. It's just like I would rather that too. But Mister Unlimited just looks horrible. Yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> um, last year they didn't get him. That's true. Another team that doesn't look good is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, well, their their best Mitchell. player did get hurt last week. Yeah, Mitch Mitch does not look good. He's not hurt. Well, he's I I didn't say God <laughs> God tier. I just meant best human tier. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a great Thursday night football matchup. Is the brown the the Browns after blowing a thirteen point lead to the the Jets and the Steelers? I'm not looking forward to it. At least you have a chance that Miles Garrett's not there, or not Miles Garrett. That TJ. Yeah. There. Well, what happened? You know, we all know what happened the last time the Browns played the Steelers in in Cleveland on a Thursday night football. Yeah, it didn't it? The the Browns won that game, first time beating the Steelers in prime time in a long time, and no one talks about that. It's all about Miles Garrett slinging a helmet at a man. It's kind of really funny too. Yeah. Raiders, yeah, I'm just going through the scores right now. Uh, the Raiders, I can't believe they lost that game. Kyler Murray looks like a Madden player. Did you guys see any of that game at all? Yeah, that was ridiculous. I was um, watching that game. It was kind of nuts. <laughs> that one run that Kyler had that he ran like 80 yards or something. Yeah. Or point conversion. Yeah. yeah, point conversion. Yeah, Kyler really because you know the Call of Duty. Yeah, he must not be a PlayStation guy because you know the Call of Duty beta was only available on PlayStation last weekend. So this weekend is the real time to be worried about. That's the under on every. No, he's PC. Very over under this week. Yes, I agree. Who who are they playing? Any guesses? Um, I don't know, but I might fade the country on this one because everyone's going to be betting against Kyler. I might fade the country. Rams. Mm-hmm. 
Rams mm. at home Sunday four twenty five. Mm. Probably the I, Fox game of the week. I wonder how they usually block Aaron Donald. Green Bay Tampa. Is it that game in Green Bay or in Tampa? I forgot. In Tampa. God damn! I feel like we always play in Tampa. Win the division. Oh, they don't. But that has nothing to do with it. It's the top of the divisions play each year kind of thing. But yeah. So they do, they don't alternate the years on that. They alternate every three years for the like when we play each division. Okay. Yeah, one and two. Yeah, that's a, that's a great start. One and two after three. Honestly, Akeem, Akeem Hicks just got put on IR, and they literally have, like, me at wide receiver. Inside Cole Beasley, who is basically Geo's body height. With exactly. Times the athleticism. No offense. He's, also, he's, just, he's an NFL player. It's he, no, no offense he also was signed to the practice squad on Tuesday and is expected to start on Sunday. Usually that's not a good sign for the yeah. team. If Julio so, plays... If Julio plays, I'm putting him in my lineup. It might be the oh, last yeah. chance I ever get. I might be the last chance I ever get to start with Julio Jones. I feel like you so have I'm to. Do it. If I mean Mike Evans, I assume the appeal is not getting overturned. I yeah, mean, no, absolutely. I saw not. he did appeal. I didn't know. I don't, they'll probably announce how it is tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. not. I mean, he's going to get suspended the one game. He's going to deserve it. I mean. Yeah, I don't. It, I mean, it's a on. repeat thing. It's a repeat thing too. Yeah. You, it, like he started a brawl kind of thing by that. It probably wouldn't have gotten to the point where it did without him kind of, you know, taking him out. Yeah. So we will see. I'm not looking forward to Thursday night. I just ugh, the Browns are so kind of boring to watch, and. We're going to lose. I mean, I think we're favorites in that, which is kind of insane, but that's how bad. Minus four and a half. Yeah. That's how bad. Three like nine to three. With the over-under of 12, right? No, four, 40. I'm telling you, the final score is going to be like nine to three. Yeah. It started at four and a half, bet down to three and a half for the Browns, and 72% of people on covers are betting – Pittsburgh plus four and a half. That's probably pretty smart. I mean, the Browns are going to lose this game. Like, it, it's what, what's happened to Chase Claypool? I feel like he's done literally nothing this year. Oh, yeah, another trade I lost to Matt. God damn it! What's he been doing? Statues. Like, I just haven't heard his name. Uh, four for six uh, and no TDs, and four for six for twenty six yards. Four for six or 26 yards was the yards in the first game. 18. Four for 18. So, yeah, remember when he was a downfield threat? That was kind of funny. Well, they have uh, the greatest quarterback of all time throwing in the football right now. Yeah, and should exactly. Probably put in, you know, Kenny Pickett. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah. if we see Kenny I, this week. He will definitely be in. What if, what if what if what if this game yeah. is like the Baker Mayfield game against the Jets that where Tyrod Taylor got hurt? What if Mitch gets hurt and starts a career for Kenny? It could happen. Would you be happy if, if it was Jay Claypool scoring the points? No, absolutely not. I, I no. I I want the Browns to win this game. I the Steelers are probably my most hated franchise in all of sports, to be quite honest. Um, so yeah, 
I definitely most hated is the Browns because they traded for nasty man. No comment. I gotta migrate out to the TV because Judge is about to come on. No comment. All right. Well, Matthew Gill, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, especially before Sam too. That's just really an honor. Yeah. Pretty sure you both have been invited at this point and just haven't showed up. (laughs) I actually, I don't think I've ever invited Sam. I think I did one. (laughs) Quite honest, I don't think I ever have. I don't know. He, he, his takes aren't spicy enough for me. You know, he needs spicier takes. Take yeah. notes, Annie. Yeah, take notes. All right. Well, thanks everyone for sticking with us. Uh, we're gonna keep these going all throughout the year. And if you want to be on, just give us a text. All right. Hey Matt, go pack, go. Bear down. I'll be there this weekend. Look for me on the TV up up at the very top of the stadium. You're going to Lambo or the oh. soldier? So no, it's the Bears game. Yeah. Not taking the trip up to Lambo. Oh, Matt, did you see that the Miami Northwestern game is a 6 p.m. kickoff? Ugh, killer. Wait, what? It's a 6 p.m. kickoff. Chicago Tyron Judge to get 61 and 62. I know. If it was an 11 o'clock game, I, I would have tried to convince you to go. But yeah. it's not. Well, all right. We'll audible. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Cheers, boys. Later.